sometimes a little boy just needs to be held by his daddy. And sometimes a child of God just needs to be held by their, by their father. Amen. This afternoon we were talking about the peace of God. The peace of God. Let's go ahead and I'm going to read the we're going to read the passage again, starting in verse six. Or verse five, or six. It says, "Be careful for nothing." But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I have that underlined. My heart and my mind. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall do with you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for this peace, Lord, that is beyond our human comprehension. Lord, regardless of the circumstances that we are in, regardless of the, the battles that are going on around us, outside of us, Lord, even inside of us internally, Lord, uh, there is a peace that we can have. Father, I thank you for that peace because we're not, we're not known to be a, a, a people without fear or worries. The truth is, Lord, we all have our, our battles with those things. God, I pray that you would help us as we, as we take a look at this passage. Lord, speak to our hearts. Lord, may your Holy Spirit bring that, this peace upon us. Lord, may we understand it better. Lord, may we seek forward more. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. It isn't until your mind isn't at peace that you realize just how important peace is. People at war understand how much they desire peace. If you're in the middle of a if you're in the middle of a war somewhere, if you're fighting on a battlefield, man, there's nothing more than you wish than to be home. And to not be there having gunshots fired at you or bombs dropping around you. You would rather be at home with your family. It's, uh, so when you're at war, when there are, are circumstances that, that can cause fear and, 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 and dread, uh, circumstances that can cause worry and, and just and can cause damage to yourself, uh, uh, the stress, uh, stress, those things, uh, they're, they're not pleasant things. And sometimes you don't even realize uh, that you're in a war zone until... It's not there anymore. I can remember a friendship that I had years ago. And it wasn't until I had cut off that friendship that I realized just how terrible it was. There was so much stress involved. And I just, I'm at peace. And, 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 and I, honestly, I'm so thankful that that, 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 that came about. But, but we live in a day and age where there doesn't seem to be peace Anywhere. And you turn on the television, you turn on the news, and it doesn't matter which side, whether you're watching Fox News or CNN, it doesn't matter. There isn't peace between people. There isn't peace no matter what side you are on politically. There is, there is a hatred and there is a, is a disdain from one side of the aisle to the other. Outside of politics, if you get into race, there's, there are problems there. If you get into, if you get into uh, uh, 
levels of class warfare. All, all that the Satan is trying to do is to divide people and cause problems between people. And that is not what God intends uh, for people, especially his people. God's people are, are supposed to be a, a people of peace. And listen, whether it's who, whether whether or not whoever you want to be president got, is elected, those things don't really matter in the end. We, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter how afraid we can be, we can know that God is in control, and we can have a peace that is internal. Have you ever noticed how there could, you can be in in the midst of all kinds of chaos? But that little baby there, as long as Mama's holding her, or holding him, he is at peace. Did you understand that we can have that same peace that Kai has right now because of a holy God who, who can bring peace upon our hearts, a peace in our hearts through the word of God and through the spirit of God. No matter what the chaos is, no matter what the struggle is, first thing I want us to see here this, this morning, that the peace that God brings is it's, it, it is not a promise of peace externally. The Bible tells us that we're going to be persecuted, that there will, there will be trials and tribulations that we go through. And you can follow the life of Paul, you can follow the life of any one of the apostles. And they, they all struggled, and they all had their problems. And go back into the Old Testament and, and look at uh, the different kings and the different, the different characters in the Old Testament. They all had their trials and their tribulations. There is no promise of, of peace outwardly in your life. But we can have peace inwardly. God is a God who brings peace inwardly. Uh, we may battle ourselves, we may battle our, our, our soul may battle our, our flesh, but there is a peace that we can have that is internal. First of all, is a peace of mind, intellect. Uh, think, think of this uh, uh, as, as uh, our minds can be uh, can, can struggle and, and can fear, and and, and uh, we can have peace of mind, we can have peace of our emotions, and we can have uh, peace, of, peace of conscience. With our mind, I mean, our minds can get caught up in so many things going back and forth, and, and the, 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 all, of, all of those different uh, arguments going, whether this is right or that is right. Listen, can I tell you that the Word of God will bring peace to our mind about what is right and what is wrong? Our culture and, and what we want is different from what the, what the Word of God says. God settles it. We can have peace about that. I am so thankful that, that God will grant us that kind of peace as, as long as we allow the, his truth uh, to become our truth. We mentioned that this morning. It's not necessarily my truth and your truth and everybody else's truth. That's the problem that the world has right now. It's God's truth. And God's truth can bring us peace of mind about what is right and wrong. It, it's, uh, so it's an internal peace that God can bring, a peace in our intellect, a, a peace of mind. It's the peace of our affections. Sometimes we, we want more than we have. Sometimes we, we, we think we need more than with what we actually really need. Uh, sometimes we long for the things of this world. Uh, uh, I love technology. I love nice cars. I could have a lot of wants if you gave me a list, if there was really a Santa. And ask your parents. <laughs> if I was going to write a list to somebody and say, I have a list of wants, that doesn't, those aren't all necessarily needs. But I appreciate what Paul said. That in whatsoever state I am, I've learned to be content. He knew both how to be abased and to abound. And if you look at Paul's life uh, as, a, as, a, as a Pharisee, he knew how to abound. 
Pharisees were wealthy people. They had a, they had a lot of a, a lot of money and nice things. They were dressed well and they they were looked up to. Uh, but but as a as a preacher of God, he saw a lot of want too. Many years spent in, in dungeons and in the dirt. And listen, dungeons aren't like the jails today where you have, t- have cable TV and an exercise room. Back then, the jail, dungeons was this dark, wet hole that they stuck you in and you had to lay in there until it's time to get, to get you out to kill you. But in all of that, he found himself content. He was at peace of mind with what he had. Uh, even when there was times of need in his ministry, and the Philippians, uh, the, the Philippians uh, uh, would meet his need at certain times. Uh, listen, he was thankful for that they met his need, not because of what he got, but because God was going to use them and God was going to bless them. They had grown in that area. He knew that no matter where he was at, my goodness, I, I wish that we as, as Americans could get to the point that we were content. We are not content. The newest toy comes out and we've got to have it. Phones, a phone, the new iPhone will cost you over $1,000. That's crazy. I can remember when the first phone came out and I got my first cell phone. The little foldable pocket thing a long time ago. I don't remember what I paid for it. But if you had told me it was going to cost me $1,000, I said, forget that. I don't need a phone. Tell, you tell somebody that now and tell me that now. I'm like, well, I really can justify it. You know, I can justify it. I need a four-wheel drive vehicle. I can justify that. I can justify all kinds, the heated, the heated seats and the, the starting seat. I can justify a whole lot of things because I want them. Listen, we don't need those things. To be honest, we don't need a building. As much as I love the building that we have that we can gather together, we don't need it. Uh, you know, we don't, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm trying, not trying to knock the things that we have. What I'm trying to say is, why can't we, why can't we be, content with what we have because there's something in us that wants more. And the Bible, through the word of God and through the work of the Holy Spirit, we can become content. That's a learned, that's something that we, can be, that we can learn. Something that Paul learned. We can learn to become content. Peace of mind, peace of intellect, peace of our affections. This is a holy contentment and satisfaction, by the way. Also, a piece of our emotions. Ever been fearful? Worry? And that's, we say, well, that's not really a sin. It's a lack of faith, really, is what it is. But, but listen, that's, that's something that we're prone to. It's something that Satan, Satan sows in our minds and in our hearts. We're talking about a battle of our, of our inner self, of who we are. And listen, Satan will sow those seeds of fear. It's not, a, it's not of God. He doesn't sow fear. Uh, 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 it actually says the spirit of fear is not of God. The God gives us the, the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. It, it, uh, God wouldn't make us fearful. Now, there are certain things to be fearful of. Don't, mis, don't, misunderstand, uh, don't misunderstand me. Uh, I'm afraid of heights. You know why? Because hitting the ground at 40 miles an hour isn't good for my body. It's, it's, it's painful. Uh, right? I, I'm fearful of, of doing so. There's, there's certain things that God gave us a fear to protect us from. But the truth is, if it, it all, again, it all comes back to our faith. Do we really trust God to take care of us? If we're in the middle of God's will, we are in the safest place that we could be. 
I know, I know missionaries that are, that are in some of the most dangerous places in the world, and God is caring for them, and God is protecting them, and they're not there fearful. They're there praising God in peace. We have people here in the U.S. that they don't have a, they don't, we don't have peace anytime. Why? We'll get to that here in a minute. But it's an eternal, it's an eternal or internal peace that we're seeking here. Peace of emotions. No fear and dread are banished when we think of, of the God that we serve. And there's peace of conscience that we can have. Have you ever had your conscience really just bothering you? <laughs> you I mean, seriously, have you ever done something where, man, and nobody's had to say anything? You got the Holy Spirit, you got the conscience, and they just kind of eat away at you. And you you know, man, when I was when I was uh, sixteen, seventeen years old, um, I think seventeen. I'm, I think I've shared this before. I was homeschooled. I cheated on my in, in my in my uh, uh, in my math for a solid two and a half months. Um, I, was, I was on algebra. I hated algebra. I wasn't one day. It was just because I was lazy, and then it turned into it was out of necessity. I couldn't answer any of the questions because algebra builds upon itself. After two and a half months, I, I said, "You know what? I'm just going to take the tests." I sat down and I looked at that test and I couldn't answer a single question. The only thing I could do on it to get it right was, was fill in my name. And my goodness, for, for weeks, my conscience, the Holy Spirit, ate at my heart. And it was there. Listen, I was not at peace. I don't know how many times I came forward and begged God to forgive me. Now, I wasn't at peace because I didn't make it right yet. I, I can't remember the day that I, I, I got that, those things at peace, or I came to peace with those things. And that was when first I asked God to forgive me, and then I went and told my parents that I did. See, without that, without the, with the hiding of that sin, listen, to the, uh, I, I never really was seeking forgiveness. I just wanted to feel better. Man, it was, it was there. But, but, but if we're living a holy life, if we're living our, our lives according to the word of God, where is that guilt? It's not there. Why? Because we can have peace. Because we're doing what God has called us to do. What God has, what God has laid out for us. He says here, it says, uh, and the peace of God which passeth all of understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's this, this internal peace that we can have. It's not necessarily a peace of, of, of Republicans or Democrats or any of those things on the outside. Listen, that battle's going to be going on for, for, for weeks, if not months. And who can, God's in control. I don't care who's the winner as long as God's will takes place. None of that stuff matters. Listen, those external things that are a problem for us, listen, they're not a problem if we're trusting in the Lord and allowing the Lord to have control. We can have internal peace. That's why it's the peace that passes all understanding. Because, listen, I'm surrounded by people on Facebook that, that, man, they're all in turmoil and they hate each other over this stuff. And listen, we don't have to be that. We don't have to allow those things to control us. And listen, I am somebody who, who can get involved in those things. I like, the, I like arguments. I, I, I told my wife the other day, I'm addicted. I'm addicted. I'm not addicted. It's, it, 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 to, honestly, it's, it's, to allow those things to, to rule my mind are sinful. You know how I know that? Because this verse 8 says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just. Those are the things I'm to think on. I'm not to be consumed with the things of this world. We have internal peace that God, that God causes. But can I tell you this, that we're also, there is also to be external peace? We're to, we're to be at peace with men. 
Say, uh, uh, listen to this. You don't understand what they, what they said on Facebook. I don't care what they said on Facebook. The Bible says that we're to love them. We're to, the Bible says we're to love. Listen, I'm supposed to love my wife. I'm supposed to love my, my, my neighbor. I'm supposed to love uh, my friend. And I'm supposed to love my enemy. There isn't anybody else out there. I'm supposed to love everybody in this world, which means I should be at peace with them. Not in battles, not in anger. Because listen, those Facebook, those Facebook, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself this, this afternoon as much as anybody else. Those, those Facebook battles that, that get going on, if we don't allow ourselves just to be at peace with God, what's going on, we can allow those things to cause anger and hurt, and, and, and it'll cause problems between people. And listen, it'll cause problems between not just politicians, and it can cause problems between Christians. We need to be very careful about what we're doing. We're to be at peace with all men. We don't have to be right. Let God be right and let every man a liar. Verse, verse 7 says, In the peace of God which passeth all understanding, so keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's God's peace that keeps our hearts and our minds. But it's us who captures our minds. It says we're to think on those things that are good, pure, honest, just. We're to do those things which we've learned, verse 9. How do we have peace with God? By doing those, treating those men or how, how we have peace with men by treating men with love and humbleness and respect. All the problems that we have with other people uh, can be solved with humility. Just be honest. How are we to treat one another in Christ in humility? Remember, he said, uh, let, this, that, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. If we come to each other in humility, I'm not putting my knees before yours or my rights before yours or my. Or, listen, I'm putting your knees before mine. So, so that takes care of the, 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 the fact that, that we're at odds on one, on one thing or another. But we're each putting our needs before or your, the other's needs first. Not only uh, is, is humility, uh, but also uh, holiness. We shouldn't do anything or act in any way that brings, that brings shame upon the name of God. There should be no reason that we no reason we should we can be accused. Why? Because we're supposed to be a resemblance of, of our Savior. We need the peace of God. So how do we get it? Well, its author is God. You go back into the Bible, the, uh, the, uh, peace is, is literally what the Bible is all about. Reconciling God with man. God created man that he could have fellowship with him, and man sinned and broke that fellowship. And the rest of the Bible is about God bringing about that reconciliation through Jesus Christ who died on the cross. 
So, so the, God is the, the, the planner. He's the giver of his son because he loved the whole world. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's through Christ that we can have reconciliation with the Father and that we've also been given the ministry of reconciliation to bring others to the Father. So we're to be reconciled with one another and reconciled with the Father. And what, what do you have when you have reconciliation? Peace. God, is the, God the Father is the author of it. God the Son is the, the procurer of it. He's the one who died on the cross. He fulfilled, he fulfilled uh, the, the payment, the need, uh, the need of the sin. He sustains the peace that goes on because he still sits at the right hand of the Father. Listen, uh, once that work was done, it's finished forever, but, but he sits there as we're accused by Satan, and he answers for us. He's our, he is our intermediary, the one uh, who, who, who cries out to the Father for us, the one who secures us when we need help. That's the work of Christ right now. But listen, we have peace because of him. God the Father, God the Son. And listen, how do we have internal peace? Because the Holy Spirit dwells within us and the Bible says that he's like a, a fountain of living water that, that flows up within us. And listen, when there is, when we are at war with ourselves, within ourselves, and there is not peace in our heart, and there's not peace in our mind, listen, it is the Holy Spirit that brings about that peace that passes all understanding. The peace of God is, uh, in the, in the source of it is, is God that isn't within us. So many times when you get those self-help books that you can come about peace on your own. No, you cannot. You, you can't bring peace to yourself. We are the source of most of our own conflict. Because of the way we think or the way we act or the way we live, the truth is real peace only comes as we submit ourselves unto the Lord. Uh, notice that back in verse, verse uh, 6, be careful for nothing but in every, everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving uh, let your requests be made known unto God. But if we're seeking for peace, if we're seeking for help, if we're seeking, listen, he says, don't be worried about anything. Don't, don't, that's exactly what that means. He says, be anxious for nothing. Don't be worried. Don't be afraid. Listen, that is the fear that is in us. And he says, don't be afraid. Don't let those things cause, cause fear. Uh, listen, it's been a, a week of election, and, this, and you got one side saying they've won, and the other side saying we're never giving up. And listen, if, if it goes the way that, that if they both are, are going to be stubborn about it, who knows what will happen? God's in control. I can sit here and I can worry and I can fear. I can get all caught up in it. I can get out of my, I, I can get on Facebook and argue with all my friends, with, with all my, 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 my left-leaning friends or my right-leaning friends. And listen, we can all get in a big argument about it and there'd be no peace. And I've lost my witness and I'm not able to share the peace of Christ with people because of the, 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 the division that I've caused. Or I can humble myself and I can ask God, Lord, your will be done. It is all you. I'm going to sit back, Lord, and I'm going to let you handle this. And God, help me to be a witness to these people because they are without Christ. That doesn't mean every Democrat is without Christ. I'm, I'm talking about those that are without Christ. I need to be able to be a witness to them. We need to be careful of the division. We're not to be worried. We're not to be afraid. But the answer is prayer. God is the source of our, of our peace. But he tells us that we're to pray. Prayer, I've said it before, is one of the most preached and least practiced things in the Bible. 
as I read about Daniel and I read about David, how they'd spend morning and afternoon and evening, morning, morning, noon and night uh, in times of prayer, numbers of prayers, and how Christ would spend all night in prayer. I'm ashamed of the time, that, the lack of time that I spend in prayer. It is, it should be the, not only the first thing that I do every day, but it should be the thing that I do continually every day. And the truth is, if, I have a, if we have a, a, a continual conversation with the Lord and we're bringing these needs before the Lord and, and let, leaving them there, listen, that's where the peace comes from. The problem is most of us, uh, most of us, and myself included, can be, we're talking about it over here, or talking about it over there, or just internalizing the struggle in our own minds as we, as we think about it, as we're, as we're inundated from all the, all the stuff in the world. And instead of allowing the Word of God and the Spirit of God bringing peace to our hearts, we're stirring up trouble and stirring up, stirring up strife in our own hearts and minds that we're never in, in any peace. I don't know about you, but I want peace in my life. I want peace in my heart, and I want peace in my mind. And God's Word tells us the way that we have it is to go to the source. You, see, you don't you don't go to you don't go to Burger King to get a Big Mac. Don't go to Burger King anyways. Don't go to McDonald's either. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. But you, you don't go to Burger King to get a Big Mac because they won't make it for you that way, even though they say they will. I've tried. No, I haven't. I'm just I'm just kidding. Listen, it's, it's, you go to the source, the one that, who, who can give you the peace. And since God is the author of peace, and his word is the one, his spirit is the source of our peace, and his word, his word helps us to have peace, can I tell you, go to God. Go to the Lord for, for it. Ask for it. Seek it. And then, and, and then we have to do something of, of our own. Because listen, I can go and I can ask God for peace. God, give me peace. And then I go turn on Fox. There will be no peace. I can, I can go and I can, I, I can pray and ask God for peace. I can, I can say, God, I'm turning it over to you. It is all yours. And then I click on Facebook, go to Newsmax, whatever else, other, whatever, whatever else is out there for me to look at. What have I done? that switch there's that anger and that fear and they want my peace so the key is resting in the peace of God that's why that's why Paul says here in the Philippians finally brethren what sort of things are true see once we've allowed God to empty our minds of, of the, the strife and the problem the fear all, the, all of those things that are going on we need to fill it. Fill it with what sort of things are true, what sort of things are honest, what sort of things are just, what sort of things are pure, what sort of things are lovely, what sort of things are good, of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. My wife read a quote today. I read me a quote from Thomas Jefferson. It said this. It says, uh, it's better to be a man who's never read anything than a man who only reads the newspaper. And she goes, finally, somebody who understands my hatred of reading. And I said, that's not what he meant. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson had his own library and wrote the Declaration of Independence, my dear. But what he understood was if we get so caught up in 
the problems of the world around us. We forget about our daily lives, which is what's most important. Can I tell you what's most important in my daily life? My walk with Christ and my ability to be used of him to tell others about Jesus Christ. That's the purpose of, that's the purpose of every Christian. And that's the purpose of every church. And if I've, if, if I've lost, if God is not able to use me because, or any one of us because of the strife, the fear, all those things that will come up, if there's no peace, then I'm, what am I? I'm something set on a shelf. I don't want God to set me on a shelf because he can't use me. I don't want to lose my ability to, to tell others of Christ. I have, I have a good witness with, with a, a good testimony with, with, with those friends of mine, uh, people that I've worked with over, for years. Why would I ruin that over something that I have absolutely no control over? But I serve the one who does. I know we talked a lot about the election and politics and all that stuff, but because that's just the time of the that's the, the that's the time of day or the the year the time of year we've got going on and just a, but listen this, this is this is everyday life. It doesn't have to be politics. It can it can be financial worries. It can be it can be uh, health concerns. It can be any number of things that we uh, that, that we allow to take control of our mind and our heart, and we begin to fear and struggle. Uh, there is nothing more important than to than to get away from all of those things and get close to the Savior and be like that little child looking up in the eyes of his mother at peace, like like a lamb standing beside the shepherd at peace. Why? Because God is the, because the shepherd is the protector, the shepherd is the provider, and they know that they are there. Instead of allowing the, the, the fears of this world to consume me, I know that God is there to protect me. I know that he is there to provide for me. I don't need to worry about those things. So yes, be careful for nothing. Yes, go to the Lord in prayer uh, with, with supplications and thanksgiving, and, and let my request be made known unto God. Leave those things there. And then fill my mind with the things in the presence of God. And there will be peace. He says in verse 9, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And here's the promise. Remember I said this morning, I love those clear statements. And the God of peace shall be with you. Anytime you have a, a clear statement like that, we know that we have a promise of God. If we do those things, if we live this life, if we, if we leave these things in God's hands, God will be with us, the God of peace. May he help us today. Father God, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for uh, the peace that we can have in our hearts and our minds. Lord, regardless of the things that are going on around us, regardless of, of the trials in our lives, regardless of the virus that's, 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 that's here this year, the, uh, the, the job shutdowns, the, the government issues, the, the election, all of this stuff. Father, it's, honestly, Lord, it's a, it's a secondary problem in our lives because we know that you are in control. God, help us to, to allow you to give us the peace. Help us to seek you for the peace of God in our hearts. Help us to be used of you, Lord, uh, even in the, today's trials, Lord, to bring honor and glory to your name. We love you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen.